Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. I praise and thank God for the privilege what God has given to us to come together and worship together and also to hear God's word. And always in our experiences, the God's word comes to us. They are timely words. The messenger may be different. The word is the same because it is God who speaks to us. How many of you believe that? Very few amens. But God sees our hands for acknowledging. Today, God has put in my heart to speak about what kind of faith do you have? What kind of faith do you have? And God is going to speak and we are going to know what kind of faith do every one of us or individually you have. It may surprise you. What is this? It may, it looks different. How many of you have that it is not a very prominent or uh, uh, it is not right? Because the word of God says there is only one faith. So where did it come from? The kind of faith. How many of you believe that? How many of you thinking like that? But whether it's a say yes or no, both are right. You understand? Why? The word of God says, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 4 and 5, there is one body and one spirit, just as you were called in one hope of your calling. Verse 5, one Lord, one faith, and one baptism. Amen? You know the scripture. I, I very much love this scripture, uh, this very particular portion. One God, one Savior, one salvation, one baptism, one faith. I love it. But still, God wants to speak to us. There are different kinds of faith. And uh, it is not necessary to explain about what the faith is. All of us who are sitting here or attending this church online, most of us are believers. We are children of God. We know what is faith. If you know what is faith, say louder, amen. That's good. Very sounds well. The definition, there are different definitions are there. Faith is defined as belief with a strong conviction. Watch me carefully, listen to me carefully. And if it is you and is speaking about you, you can shout Amen. One minute. Faith is defined as a belief with a strong conviction, complete trust, confidence, reliance, or devotion. The Webster Dictionary says, defines as, faith as, 
unquestioning belief that does not require proof or evidence unquestioning belief in god that is a religious doctrine do you know about it okay faith is the means by which believers come to god it is about you believers comes to god hmm through faith we comes to god what faith you are here by faith we are here our faith is in god in his word let us go on we put our trust in him for salvation of course faith is a very big subject it can it is not possible to teach or preach in within a hours time but let us see what god wants us to learn today we are all christians christians means the one who has christ in him is it you we are christians the one who has christ in us are christians or we are believers we believe in our lord jesus christ amen both are same it is uh, it is a very hard time so don't relax yourself so that you will fall please be alert and our belief is in our triune god in jesus christ as the as our savior so faith is watch carefully faith is certainly an essential element in the christian life bible says we are saved by faith ephesians 2:8 i am speaking from the word of god which is in your hand we are saved by faith we walk or live by faith we walk by faith we live by faith we receive christ by faith i am shouting you all of you are there one my shouting is higher than all of your shoutings we receive christ by faith we believe or we become christian by god of god by faith we are sanctified by faith we are justified by faith without faith it is impossible to please god without faith it is impossible to please god all of us we try our maximum we should whether you are not trying or not our all purpose is try our best to please our god not to please any other other secondary priority is let us learn to love god and please god the maximum in your life whatever we do apart from faith is described as sin roman 14 23b so it is important 
to realize however that there are different kinds of faith but only one that is truly a saving faith in james 2 14 to 26 when you go through we find james discussing the different kind of faith with an emphasis upon that faith which works to saving or the soul so beginning with in 14 to 17 if you notice the first kind of faith is we might have called this kind of faith as dead faith all of us we know and we also heard about the particular portion in the past days let us review once again and go back to what god wants us to learn out of faith so when you go through 14 to 17 when you open your bible james chapter 2 here he speaks about the dead faith what it means to us here it means people with this kind of faith knows the correct vocabulary for prayer they know the word they have the knowledge and they can even quote the right verse in the bible and they walk but they walk or not according to what they know that means they talk with an intellectual knowledge by faith of their mind or she knows the doctrine of the salvation of course but they have never really submitted themselves to god and trusted in jesus' salvation they know the right words but they do not go back to their words or in their works not as they speak they walk that means not in action they may preach preaching always i used to say preaching is uh, anybody can do it with the knowledge anybody can do it but walking showing to the world it is impossible that's why in another words knowing christ is easy everybody has the knowledge of jesus christ he came 2000 years before and accepting jesus christ is easy it is not at all difficult but walking with jesus live for jesus is not easy how many of you believe say amen, amen. so here if you have knowledge know jesus christ as we are saved we talk much we pray much we praise much but if it is not in action indeed our faith is called as a dead faith that is a one kind of faith if any of us sitting here if we don't practice according to the word you know the word you know the commandments but we do not follow your faith is the your salvation is a big questionable what kind of salvation what kind of salvation we have that is a question so can this faith save us no the dead faith never save us we are living christian we are spiritual christian god has called us 
And we are here spiritually as a living Christian. We are called for it. So in that case, it is not expected that we should have a dead faith. All what we say and all what we do should go together. Do we have this kind of faith? Yes, we do. If our walk does not measure up to our talk. We do, if our work does not measure to our words, we need to beware our mere intellectual faith. 1 John 5.12 says, He who has the Son as light, he who has, does not have the Son of God, does not have light. That's why in the beginning itself I said, Christian means the one who has Christ in him or her. Believers means the one who believes in the Lord Jesus Christ. And the next kind of faith here, what he says about his, a demonic faith from verse 18 and 19 says, perhaps to shook any complacent to read this, James reminds us that even demons have a kind of faith. How many of you believe that? How many of you believe? Put your hands. Let me see. Demons as believe in God. So the believe in God that even believe in the deity of Christ. Mark 3, 11 to 12. And uh, the unclean spirit, whenever they saw him, fell down before him and cried out, saying, You are the Son of God. It is not only as a believers we confess that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Even the demons shout, You are the Son of God. They also believe in the existence of a place of condemnation. Luke 8.31 says it. And they believe Jesus will be judge. Matthew 8.28 and 29. 29 says, And suddenly they cry out saying, What have we do with you, Jesus? You son of God, have you come here to torment us before the time? So they are speaking, they are requesting, they are pleading, not sent to them to the destination. So demons has the kind of faith, kind of knowledge. What kind of faith do demons have? We saw that the man with the dead faith was touched by his mind. The demons are touched also in their emotions. Because when they are troubling, when they are preaching, the apostles are preaching, the evil spirit, well, last time I was preaching, telling that, the evil spirit always disturbs. And using the name of the, oh, you are the son of God, you are the servants of God. They are coming and appreciating. Demons were there. But we should have a sense to, send, to know and identify they are evil spirit. Can this Kind of, uh, this is the one step above the dead faith. It involves both intellects and emotions. 
so demonstration or outside external emotions will be visible can this faith save us no a person can be enlightened in this mind in his mind and even stirred in his heart and still be lost forever true saving faith involves something more what is that something that can be seen and recognized i have changed life in him james 2:18 says but someone will say you have faith and i have work show me your faith without your your works and i will show you my faith and my works being a christian involves trusting christ and living for christ you first receive the life and then you reveal the life so do we have this kind of faith james here introduces us two kind of faith that can never save dead faith and demonic faith none of them are going to save anybody thirdly he says that dynamic faith verse 20 to 26 if we go through it we know from other passages that such a faith is based upon the word of god roman 10:17 says 10:17 so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of god so demonic faith involves the whole man dead faith touches only the intellect demonic faith involves both mind and emotions but the dynamic faith involves the intellects the emotions and the will the mind understands the truth the heart desires and rejoices in the truth and the will acts upon the truth that is the dynamic faith true saving faith leads to action it is that which leads to obedience in doing good works that here the same james gives two illustration two names abraham and rahab and what he says about abram was a father of the jews rahab was a gentile Abraham was a godly man Rahab had been a sinful woman a harlot Abraham was a friend of God Rahab had belongs to the enemies of God what did they have common both exercise saving faith in God both of them exercise saving faith of God Abraham demonstrated his saving faith by his works. Rahab demonstrated her saving faith by her works. We learn from this passage that faith without works is dead faith. Do you believe that? Do you believe that? Okay. Now, we understand that it is important that each of us examine our heart and life and make sure that we all possess true saving faith 
which is dynamic faith which is dynamic faith the saving faith otherwise called a dynamic faith faith with action but my point is we cannot take it granted that all of us are having the same faith as we got saved today what i mean is all of us sitting here may not have the same measure of faith what we had at the time of accepting christ as a lord and savior right you're right so we differ in our state of our faith based on if you take it as a present present situation circumstances whether you accept it or not let us see some of the biblical characters doing the time of jesus christ what has happened i i believe that all of us will know i always used to tell from this pulpit our life is uncertain everything what we see what we know what we hear everything is uncertain all things what we hear around us in around the world is confirms that the lord's coming is soon these are we are all living in the end times all what was said was fulfilled but our life on this earth is still it is uncertain right everything is uncertain but let us see how we are matthew 6:25 to 34 when you look at it and uh, here the uh, jesus christ was teaching about and i read 25 therefore i say to you do not worry about your life what you will eat or what you will drink nor about your body what you will put on that is about your clothing is not life more than food and the body more than clothing we know about the scripture so just think about it jesus christ was telling about do not worry about what to eat what to wear i don't think uh, none of us are having that kind of problem here am i right but we have one problem it is not that we don't have anything what to wear or we do not have anything to wear but the problem is what to wear we have many things what kind of dress to wear that is our problem the same way even what to eat we are not having any scarcity about the food but it is reverse other side of it what not to eat am i right this is the truth but whatever way it comes under we are worrying am i right am i right we are worrying we are worrying about something else so what category it is let us see 
Matthew 6:30 what he says now if guy is saying god so clothe the grasses of the field which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven will he not much more clothe you you know what is the completion oh you little faith if you have worry in your life your faith is little your faith is little you have a little faith so don't think that as a believer as a as a believer for this many years as a believer belongings to bread of life attending in this church for this many years and you are a champion of faith no if you worried about your food and your clothing either way you are under little faith secondly matthew 8 23 to 27 here is another case now when he got into the boat jesus christ was with his disciple followed him 24 and suddenly a great tempest arose on the sea so that the boat was covered with the waves but he was asleep so immediately what they said immediately they went went and uh, wake him up and asked them the disciples see the the, the important thing is jesus christ who is in their boat with them as we claim that we are christian having christ in us yes in the same situation when they are sailing He, Jesus Christ also along with them they also sailing and they put him to sleep last time i said what is the problem for uh, jesus to sleep here we are telling that uh, don't sleep don't sleep be alert but uh, even jesus himself has slept in the boat so you may think about it the problem is not with jesus christ the problem is with the disciples why lack of communication nobody is there to speak, speak with him so that is why he lets you sleep anyhow that is not the problem here and when they wake him up what did he say verse 26 he replied of little faith why you are so afraid why you are why you are so afraid then he got up and rebuked the winds and the waves and it was completely calm so we afraid for nothing is it we are afraid for everything some people don't say don't laugh and it is true how many of us sitting here even afraid for cockroach <laughs> just like that we are afraid for many things we are afraid for dogs we are uh, the dog we are afraid for darkness we are afraid for many things even for take it about uh, even the so called uh, day to day life uh, you are uh, um, okay pandemic we will take it how many of us uh, is there anyone i am not afraid of anything about the pandemic everybody has this so if you are afraid for anything whatever is the kind is here the word of god says 
you of little faith again we are not champion here so it is not uh, having a say we may say that yes we are saved by faith we are sanctified and we are become huge children we are saved christian but still there are places we afraid if we that our faith is little faith thirdly matthew 14 22 and 23 so here immediately jesus made his disciple get into the boat and go before him to the other side while he sent the multitude away so what happened here jesus urged his disciple go to the other side and he went to the mountain to pray and in the middle of the night when it was dark they were trying and struggling to move forward because of the storm see one experience they have taken jesus christ along with them in this they have not taken he himself withdraw from them and he sent them forth and he was praying for them even in the darkness he saw that they are struggling and he came down and you know the instance i am not going to explain everything because you are christians and immediately and uh, he asked and they could not able to recognize or identify it is jesus they thought that he is a ghost they were afraid but still he spoke do not worry be courage it is i in that case peter simon peter he took the step to walk towards him i wanted to come he called him come but he could not able to succeed but of the way he was about to fall but what did he say verse 31 1431 and immediately immediately jesus stretched out his hand and caught him and said to him oh you of little faith why did you doubt three things we have seen if you are worrying little faith if you are afraid or scared that is little faith if you doubt for anything little faith how many of you sitting here can say i don't have i never had worry i never had fear i never had doubt is there anybody anybody if we have all these things we have little faith one more matthew 16 5 to 12 now when his disciples had come to the other side they have forgotten to take bread then jesus said to them take heed and beware of the leaven of the pharisees and the sadducees verse 8 says but jesus being aware of it said to them oh you little faith why do you reason among yourselves because you have bought no bread verse 12 is the reason what it is then they understood what does it mean why is why did he say that you have little faith this is the reason 
they understood verse 12 that he did not tell them to be aware of the leavened bread but the doctrine of the Pharisees and Sadducees. So the doctrine, they are not aware of it. So here it is. What does it mean? If you do not understand the truth or if you do not know the sound doctrine, the true doctrine, if you have failed to or if you are following a false doctrine, you are called your little faith. It is very important in the last days. Be aware. Do not fall into this kind of temptations or the tests. And if you have fallen, if you are not strong enough in your doctrine, if you are in your faith, again, you are considered as a little faith. Now you know what, how many kinds of faith are there. Now you know what is your kind of, what is your, the kind of faith you have. It is not the end. Yes, it is there. Something is interesting. So what do you understand from these four incidents? When Jesus Christ was with them, they worried, they feared or afraid, they were doubting, and they are not understanding the truth or the sound doctrine, especially with the present situation. The present situation. When find uncertainty everywhere and everything. In our health, in our traveling, in our job, in our life. What about the salvation and even the faith? Everything is uncertain, is it? So people, those who are traveling, plan for traveling. We do not know. Uncertainty is there. When, which government will change the rule? Whether our hometown or here. About the job, uncertainty. Yes. This is the fact. This is the fact. No one can say that. Even about our health. There is no guarantee. So everything is uncertain. Jesus said in Matthew 24, 12. And because the lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. And he who endures to the end shall be saved. He who endures to the end shall be saved. The love of many will grow cold means among ourselves as well as with our God. Let us not grow cold in loving our God. He is unchanging. He is always faithful. In his words, in his promises, whatever God has promised to you, he will fulfill it. He will not, none of the things will be taken away. So what God promised you in the beginning, he will be there with you with his word. Let us look at some other examples. Luke 7, 1 to 10. About the centurion, servant was healed. healed. You know about it. Verse 9. When Jesus heard these things, about you know about the centurion. How many of you do not know? You know about it. He came for healing for his servant to Jesus Christ. When Jesus 
Christ was there in his house before, he said, no, 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 please don't come. I am a sinner. So you know his position. Let us see. When Jesus heard these things, he marveled at him and turned around and said to the crowd and followed him. I say to you, I have not found such a great faith, not even in Israel. So, when he saw the faith of a centurion, he said, what he says, he is a centurion, you know who he is. He is in power and authority. He is well off, as I know. And I understand the wealth, position, possession, power and authority. Whatever it was, before Jesus Christ, they are nothing. Hello? Whatever the position, whatever the health, whatever the possessions we have, when we come to Jesus Christ, they are nothing. We are expected to humble before him. If you do so, you are called and to have great faith. He said, in among the Israel, I never seen such a great faith. So that is that that should be the testimony. Secondly, another person, Matthew 15, 21 to 28. We know that Jesus healed the Gentile woman, woman's daughter. And what is happening? Verse 22. A Gentile woman who lived there came to him, pleading, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. For my daughter is possessed by the demons and tormented us severely. Then Jesus said to the help God shape the people of Israel. But further she said, she came and worshipped him, pleaded him again, Lord, help me. Jesus responded, it does not right to take food from the children and throw it to the dogs. Even to that. You know what she said? She replied, that is true, Lord. But even dogs are allowed to eat the scabs that fall beneath the master's table. Then what she said? What he said? Dear woman, see that. Dear woman, your faith is great. Your request is granted. And her daughter, daughter was instant healed. So she had a great faith. Do we have a great faith? Even if you don't have also, you can say that I should have a great faith. All of you may confirm that we have a little faith, no doubt about it. But at least now you should believe that you should have a great faith. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Let us desire and long for great faith. Louder women, I want it. You are accepting. Let it be done by your faith confessions. Yeah. Let your aiming to be yes and amen. Yeah. 
if you have this no worries no doubts no fear and uh, no having a problem of understanding the scriptures so from little faith we can shift it to have a great faith amen, amen? let that be our portion amen. okay there are many more i don't think that i can complete it but uh, uh yeah so jesus healed a paralytic man and uh, even four of them they brought him when he was preaching in their house and uh, because of the crowd they could not able to come inside they opened the roof and uh, laid that uh, paralyzed man down in front of jesus christ so i like the word there by seeing the faith of the friends therefore four people by seeing their friends so here what is that verse 5 mark chapter 2 1 to 12 it is mentioned verse 5 says jesus saw their faith so what is what what we understand let us let our faith be seen that is why it started with james what he said faith without works is dead see sometimes always i used to say god is love god is love yes 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 very true god is love all the time yes all the time god is love yes do you love god how much you love god so when we has that question so the 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 ratio the amount the how much we love god how can how can we prove it how can you prove that i have this much love or i have a more love than him or i have god i love god more than him or more than her how can i say that is it possible not possible but it is possible why and how with your conscious you will know the more you love the more you obey the more you obey that shows out of uh, out of faith that is that is the same with abraham abraham loved him so much he proved with his beads that's why he was called what he is a friend of i like more than any other name he is a friend of god i want to be a friend of god so that, like that so there are many more and uh, i think uh, here i have to close it and uh, by closing when we come to here and uh, we should know that i don't know how many of you noticed or remember what i said before what is that so we understand that it is important that each of us examine our heart and life and make sure that we all possess true saving faith which is a dynamic faith i mentioned it after a completed P, uh, james chapter 2 i said this statement what is that it is important each of us to examine our heart and our life to make sure that we all possess the saving faith but there is something in i do not know how many of you noticed it but we may often or periodically do our check up of our heart 
physically i am talking casually about the world we always concern about checking our heart what is the sign of heart checking the bp what how is our heart we are checking our heart concern about our heart for 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 life but the scripture says check your heart for your spirit understand hmm. we don't fail periodically or systematically always we are there to check up i am not exempted recently i went for check up i am not denying and uh, it is not very encouraging honestly but our lesson is we check our heart for physical life the verse the scripture says that let us check our heart for our spiritual for our eternity what kind of faith we have and we may often as i say we will be doing it physical as i said and so it is time and necessary to know about what kind of faith we have in what we have our faith and uh, the dynamic saving faith alone is not enough we need to have a great faith can you say great faith we should have a great faith not little faith let our god testify about us so if let no worries no fear no doubt have knowledge more knowledge about the truth we could discern what is right what is wrong and the spirit of god alone who is in us who is in us will remind us will god us your physical life and more than your physical life god will protect our spiritual life as well until he comes let the name of the lord be glorified thank you